Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. nation let's go welcome in to dmvr buffs prime timer presented by illegal pete's everyone's go-to spot for burritos buddies and beers jake and rk coming to you on this monday before the fourth how you doing man i am doing fantastic couldn't be better love to I hear got it to, We're coming uh, off uh I got to spend a little time at Folsom this weekend, and that just uh, that fuels the soul. Fuels the soul for me. Looked like a hell of a time out there, man. Uh, There's a lot of people too. Yeah, I th- I think there'll probably be a record for um, attendance, at least in the new stadium, once it all comes out. Because I was looking at some of the previous concerts, and it looks like they got like a little over sixty thousand. But I've never seen like the lines to get in and just everything and the floor was completely packed. All the seats were completely packed. It was, it was cool. Like for me, just being in a full Folsom field is, uh, it just, it, 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 it hits different is the only way I can describe it. Oh yeah. The vibes looked off the chart. Um, we're coming off a heater. We had cam on Friday. Um, and actually before we get into the whole show today, PFF posted a graphic, Ryan, another, uh, Returning safeties graphic. Um, not so much returning, though. Cam finds himself at number six on this list with Roderick Ward here at number eight. So it's not even Shiloh, not even Trevor Woods. Two guys transferred in in the top 10 for Pac-12 safeties. Yeah, and again, it's all about their grades. Um, so they grade all of these guys. Uh, and obviously Cam you know, showed out uh, in terms of the way that they grade it. Actually tied for fifth there, it looks like. Um, Definitely not returning, but hey, 
Uh, we like seeing a couple of buffs on the list, and it just it just shows the, I mean, incredible depth that they have at the safety position. Um, I think if you just ask the casual fan who they think is going to be the starting safeties, they might not say either of these guys' names, uh, and they both fall into the top ten here in terms of the way they were graded last year. So that is going to be one hell of a battle. I'm hoping – I still don't know how many fall camp practices we're going to get to watch, but if we were to get to, get to watch all of them, that would be one of the uh, the position battles that I would be following the closest. And did you notice how Cam talked about playing with Trevor Woods? Um, yes, in, he did. In the defensive backfield. And I found that to be interesting. Do you agree there that – um, you know, I think a lot of people would have those guys playing the same role uh, in the defensive secondary. So he talks quite a bit about what it's like playing with Trevor. I feel like they might go, you know, and uh, this is something that the Broncos have done the last couple of years with Justin Simmons and Kareem Jackson. It's kind of like positionless safety play. Um, anyone can be a free or strong safety on any given play just based on the call and the alignment. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what we're going to see a ton. The rotation is going to be very deep. And, you know, Cam hasn't played with Roderick Ward. He hasn't really played. He's played with Shiloh at JSU. He hasn't played with them here in Charles Kelly's system, though. So I think there's a lot we get to learn about this safety position, not just who's going to play, but the roles, as you mentioned. Um, Just so many guys who kind of fit that hybrid linebacker slash safety role, including Brendan Gant, who's a guy that literally has the slash um, or has earned that slash for linebacker slash safety it's going to be – there's a ton of guys, man. We'll see who emerges. It's going to be exciting for sure, though. Yeah, I mean, Shiloh's going to be fun to watch. Vito's going to be fun to watch. Cam's going to be fun to watch. Rod Ward's going to be fun to watch. I mean, it just – it's crazy. Like, um, if this were the pros, you would be talking about trading some of them to get depth elsewhere. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, for sure. And then that's – we didn't even say Miles Lusher. <laughs> it's crazy. It's so deep. It really All is. right. Uh, on on Friday, we had this banger quote, Ryan. So let's have some fun with it. Let's speculate. We probably could have gone like 15, 20 minutes on Friday just about this quote alone. Uh, so let's do it. Again, the quote, um, Brian Howell kind of dug it up. So this is from Athlon Sports, you know, spring preview magazine. So this is actually before the spring game, before everything kind of took place. All these new guys came in. The quote, though, either he's going to be really good, really fast, and leave for another gig, which – Looking at the roster doesn't seem possible. The alternative is that they're going to be bad and they'll end up firing him in a big circus. So, Ryan, who do you think said the quote? Okay, so first of all, we have to dive a little deeper into this. Um, The quote itself is weird. and It doesn't say anonymous Pac-12 head coach, right? Right. So it could be anyone. That's that's where they get you with the anonymous quotes is because Mm – go broad with that this could literally be a grad assistant at cal um who has beef with coach prime um but you put anonymous pac-12 coach and everyone starts thinking of head coaches it's much more fun to think about um the head coaches um and, and who it could be but then did you see what brian howell said about this about it coming from athlon yeah, so it was in the Athlon preview, which means that the quote happened before the spring roster turnover. Why is this just coming out yes. now? 
Uh, on three, digging stuff up on Coach Prime. I mean, are we surprised? We know what's happening. Yeah, and it's just it's a classic slow news day. Pull out, you know, all the stops. Uh, how are we going to get some traffic today? Oh, let's talk about Coach Prime and bring up an old quote uh, to you know generate some interest. That being said, the the weirdest part to me was the way that that on three framed it when they said an anonymous Pac-12 coach on 2023. So it wasn't even, at least the way that they're putting it, it wasn't even like, oh, like this is going to go one of two ways. Coach Prime's going to get it turned around or they're going to end up having to fire him. It was this year. They think there's only two options after this year. Is co- In fact, this quote says, in both cases, Coach Prime is not at Colorado this year. He's either right. so good that he left or next year. He's either so good that he left or so bad that he got fired. The, the way that Coach Prime's contract is structured pretty much – prevents that from happening from either side. Now, I say pretty much because it's a $15 million buyout if someone wanted to come get Coach Prime after this year. And could you imagine a world in which an SEC school, you know, is uh, desperate enough to say, well, we'll give Colorado their $15 million. We know what Coach Prime is worth, and it's worth a hell of a lot more than that. And they'd be right. Um, and, you know, we'll also give him the $20 million a year contract or something crazy on top of all of that to pull him out of there. I wouldn't put that chance at zero. It's certainly unlikely uh, that someone's going to be willing to pay that $15 million buyout. And I'll tell you what, it is 100% unlikely or not happening that Colorado would fire him after this year and have to pay out that gigantic contract. So this quote, especially if if it was said in the way that on three says it was said in reference to 2023 is just completely and utterly off base. The way I see it is it was either this quote came from, again, it's a team. We don't know which coach it was, if it was a head coach or not, but it comes from a team that could be called somewhat hypocritical because there's been a lot of teams who have utilized the transfer portal in the PAC 12 uh, definitely to their advantage, or it's a team that's basically barking up the wrong tree. Like what is Wazoo or uh, I don't know, Oregon state or Stanford, what are they going to say about coach prime? And why would they have an opinion that strong? On the other hand, if this is USC, you know, Arizona, Arizona state, uh, Cal even, I mean, these guys heavily utilize the transfer portal over the last few years. So you're being hypocritical, even if, you don't think it's going to work because you utilize the transfer portal pretty well and basically rebuilt your team through it as well. Absolutely. Um, For some reason, my gut feeling tells me that if it was a head coach, it came from one of the LA schools. Mm. So Lincoln Riley or Chip Kelly seems like the one who would have the, I don't know what the word is. Just the audacity uh, to to kind of speak on this. Um, I will never know, I guess, but uh, it's fun to think about which coaches actually have uh, Colorado in their mind that much. (laughs) They're on everyone's mind, it seems like. Um, I think I'd probably go. I've seen a lot of people say Jed Fish at Arizona. And uh, I think that could be pretty fitting. Um, but again, that's the hypocritical side. I don't see someone like Oregon uh, really caring about this too much. Um, but I could also see, you know, someone like Utah and Kyle Whittingham type who have been, you know, doing it the traditional route or maybe Oregon State with Jonathan Smith, the traditional way of just recruiting, getting your guys in 
as opposed to using the portal. That's who I would uh, hypothesize. All right. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, another thing of big news that came out on Friday during the cam show, San Diego State, they're staying in the Mountain West, Ryan. I mean, <laughs> it's hilarious at this point. I don't even know what to say about the Pac-12 media deal. Again, no media deal news. We're still a few weeks away, they say. Uh, and now San Diego State's out of the picture. That was their number one realignment target. They're gone. Yeah, this is uh, bad. And there's a rumor out there that they saw the projected numbers um, and essentially said, well, the, with how much it's going to cost us to get out of the Mountain West, these numbers won't make up for that fast enough for this to be worth it. Um, which, again, who knows? That That is a rumor. But if that's true, it's such a bad look for the Pac-12. Like people, someone tagged us and said, is the Pac-12 on life support? And I'm like, the Pac-12's been on life support. This is like pull the plug time at at this point. Like this is past life support. It's pretty insane. Um, And it's, again, another damning, like, I guess, sign for this Pac-12 media deal. Um, I mean, you lose your top realignment target. Now you're literally looking at SMU, like Tulane. Um, I don't even know. I mean, you could throw almost any other Mountain West team out there, but we'll see. It's pretty discouraging, especially since uh, the Big 12 signed that deal a few days ago. And, uh, you know, just driving through Provo, Ryan, uh, a few days ago, they're they're all in. It's Big 12 country already. So maybe I'm bringing the Big 12 back with me to Colorado. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Bring it back. Um, I think just about everyone's ready. I actually haven't heard a Colorado fan say they were anti going back to the Big 12 at this point. Neither have I. I think it's something that happens here uh, pretty quickly. We do have – go ahead. I was going to say the only thing I wish is that Nebraska was was still there waiting for us. (laughs) I'm sure – they got to find a way to revitalize that series anyway after this contract, right? Yeah, but the this, um, the schedules are built out so far that it's probably going to be like another seven, eight years at least before we get to see it again. Right. Well, well, yeah. you have this year and next year, so we'll cherish that That's while true. we have it. All right. Uh, some recruiting news. Amontre Bradford is a 2025 three-star athlete. He's out of Statesboro, Georgia. Uh, 2024, actually, sorry. 6'4", 230 pounds. He's a 247 sports composite, three-star. He included CU in a top eight, Georgia Tech, Kentucky, Ole Miss, Vanderbilt, Virginia Tech, Indiana, and Mississippi State. So another 2024 guy on the radar there. We did get a commitment over uh, the weekend, or I believe this may have been on Friday as well, and it's uh, Gavin Layton, a Juco tackle he said he was at one of the camps. I don't know which one he was at. I'm assuming the JUCO slash postgraduate camp. But he put out a tweet on the 30th. After an amazing camp a few weeks ago, I am blessed to have received my first D1 offer to CU Buffs football. But that being said, I'm extremely blessed to announce I will be 100% committed to the University of Colorado. Committed on the spot, man. I love it. I love it. Offer and commit, same day. That's how you love to do it. That takes out all the drama. <laughs> For sure. If only it were that easy for everyone. He is he lists himself in his Twitter bio at 66320. He is from Rochester Community and Technical College. I have no idea where that is, but he is now the fifth JUCO transfer. Every single JUCO transfer has been defensive lineman or offensive lineman. 
Is it too obvious to say Rochester, New York? Uh, hey, man, after the Northwestern State thing, I'm, I'm not uh, <laughs> I'm not putting any guarantees down. What did you say the name of it is? Rochester? Rochester Community and Technical College, RCTC. All right, I'm going to look this up, and I'm going to – all right, I'm giving you three guesses, and I'll tell you from the start it's not Rochester, New York. I told you, see? Um, all right, I'm going to go with a random one. West Virginia. Nope. If, um, I, if we were doing hot and cold, I would say pretty cold. California? Uh, Colder. Wow. All right, I'm going to say, like, Massachusetts then. Ah, <laughs> uh, still no. Minnesota, Rochester, Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, man, yeah, would have never guessed that. He had a uh, he was named the Minnesota College Athletic Conference Player of the Week. Uh, one game last year after he had six pancake blocks and a win. As I mentioned, this guy is absolutely massive. Uh, we'll might have to getting, get around. Offensive lineman getting Player of the Week is so sick. <laughs> Isn't that wild? That never happens. We'll uh, probably have to get around to watching his film when we get back because it sounds like it's going to be just an absolute ball. Um, we've got an interview coming up, but real quick, some news on the NCAA front. I told you they had that restraining order, uh, the Brander group on the game. Well, a judge has said that that basically does not stand. It doesn't have any really um, holding on this situation, I guess. A quote from, I guess this is the judge, uh, Judge Haywood Gilliam. He said, there's simply no evidence in the record that the value of the students' NILs will be diminished by their use in the game. Um, basically, you just ended it right there. So we're in the clear for now, Ryan. Let's go. And, uh, you know, again, I've talked a lot about how, like, I'm on the player's side when it comes to this. But hearing Cam talk about it was exactly what we kind of thought, which is just like, you're getting right. paid a substantial amount of money. I guess it's not nothing to do nothing. All you have to do is say, yes, I'm willing to be in it. And you get the check. It's not like you have to do any work. Right. Um, so that's good news before we get to this interview. And I'm uh, excited to see what you think of it. And I'm excited to see what everyone else thinks of it. We're going to talk a lot about Carmani McLean with Landlin may from Polkway, but first a word from shady rays. It's beautiful out here in Utah. I'm sure it's beautiful out there in Denver. Make sure you can take on the sun with gear built to last with Shady Rays, extremely clear polarized optics, durable frames. And right now they are running their Independence Day sale. Go to ShadyRays.com and you can get up to 50% off single pairs of sunglasses. You can also go to their brand new location at the Park Meadows Mall. Shady Rays has your back. If you do not like your pair of sunglasses or they break, even on day one, they will replace them, no questions asked. Again, go to ShadyRays.com, cash in. On that Independence Day sale, you have until tomorrow to try the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. And then shout out to Shador's number two. How What's the food situation been like for you over the weekend? Oh, man, it's been great. It's been great. Uh, I did uh, use some Shador's number two on Friday. Um, more uh, barbecue chicken thighs, which were absolutely fantastic. Um and then, yeah, um, maybe even a little bit more with my lunch today because I'm having a little, like, pulled pork on a Hawaiian roll right after we're done here. Hell yeah, man. And yeah. then uh, we're doing Chicago Dogs tonight. Nice. 
we're cooking up a brisket today, so we're going all in with it, man. Oh, um, pour it on. <laughs> yes, sir. Chardos goes great, goes great on absolutely everything. And you can get your hands on some at plbse.com. Use the code ALLCITY, all caps, all in word, at checkout, and you'll get 10% off your order of Shador's number two. And then real quick, shout out to Breckenridge Brewery. It says right here, the beer of the month is still the Mountain Beach Sour, so that's what I'm going with. It's the best beer they have. We got it on tap at the DMBR Bar. We got tons of others there as well. You can get yourself some Avalanche Amber Ale, Vanilla Porter Jr., all that good stuff. You can find out where Breckenridge Brewery beer is near you by using their beer locator. Go to www.breckbrew.com to find a Breck brew near you. Eric wanted to know why we are not at the bar. Um, taking advantage of the little holiday. So we have we have uh, tomorrow off. Uh, and then we got the approval to do today remote. So I'm up in Steamboat with my family and, uh, and Jake's in Utah with his family. Yep, having a good time. It's been nice to take a little break. Beautiful weather out here, too. All right, let's get to this interview. I talked to Landlin May of Polk Way. Uh, he covered Cormani McLean all throughout high school. He's a coach himself. Uh, it's very interesting. I can't wait till you guys hear it and we get to talk about it after. So whenever you're ready, y'all, y'all go ahead and send it. So we've got Landlin from Polk Way, man. Welcome into the show. We've been hearing a lot about what's been coming out of Florida in terms of players, of course, Cormani McLean. Uh, but let's talk some Coach Prime real quick. I know you've been kind of out there supporting, waving the flag. What was your impression when Colorado made the hire to bring in Deion Coach Prime Sanders? Oh, man, I, I honestly thought it was one of the greatest hires in uh, college football history. And they might kill me for saying that, but um obviously coach prime has that prowess about him to you know instantly impact the program we saw what he did at jackson state um and i think it'll be no different at the power five level guys everywhere want to play for him um so i definitely believe for a colorado program who i believe i think they went three and nine before the one and eleven year mm -hmm. so it's not like it was a you know a small job this was a, a a job that'll take some time I think Coach Prime was the perfect hire for that for that position. How has the perception of Coach Prime and CU kind of changed over the last, um, I mean, we're at seven months now since he was hired. I mean, you mentioned it. CU was really down before. Now they're one of the most talked about programs in the country. Exactly. Like, you, it's relevance. Everything is relevance and exposure. Um, you know, if you talk about Colorado last October, it'll probably be an afterthought, a laugh. Um, now, if you speak about Colorado, um, it's a heavyweight instantly just off of the fact of, you know, it's a mega spotlight placed on anybody uh, that has any sort of dealings with Colorado as a player, as a coach or anything of that nature in the college football world. Um, coach Prime and Colorado have definitely, even if you look at YouTube, just 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 search Colorado Buffaloes on YouTube. It's one of the most trending names or trending uh, topics that are actually on YouTube currently. People are making complete livings on YouTube just off of talking about Colorado. Not even, then they're not even fans. They're just, you know, into football from different places. And Colorado and Coach Prime is literally carrying their content. I know he's from Fort Myers. You're out there in Polk County. He went to Florida State. But what is the perception just of these recruits? What do they think of Colorado now when they see, you know, a 303 area code coming across their phone? It's a big one. Uh, I can't say it's Alabama or Georgia or Ohio State offer, 
Um, but it's definitely, I would say, in that second tier of offers. When you, when you talk about the Auburns, the Miamis, you know, the big name Power Five programs, every we know everybody isn't going to be offered by Colorado. Coach Prime is bringing that Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State standard to Colorado. So, you know, from what I've been hearing and seeing, uh, Colorado is one of those right now, tier two, looking to be tier one offers. Cormani McLean was a massive get for this team. Uh, what was the effect of his commitment amongst recruits in the state? Uh, obviously, Miami was where he was flipped from. So, I mean, probably a bit tender there. But how did that all unfold out there in Florida? Uh, specifically Polk County. I know every kid in Polk County wants to go to Colorado now. <laughs> uh, so he definitely opened up the pipeline here uh, in Polk County specifically. But I know for a fact uh, Colorado is making waves in the state of Florida and landing. And, you know, uh, Travis Hunter is actually a Florida native. Yep. So that's big with him being there. And then Cormani definitely. I mean, you see Winston Watkins is committed in the 25 class already. Um, so Cormani definitely uh, kind of opened a door or a portal to segue uh, from Florida to Colorado. You've seen Cormani play a few times, I'm assuming. How would you describe him as a player? What type of player is CU getting in him? Uh, man, you're getting a dog, a leader. Um, he doesn't care who you are. He's going to line up in front of you, and he's going to show you why he's the best. Uh, I actually, you said a couple times, man, I saw him play uh, from a sophomore to senior at least uh, 15 times at, at minimum, maybe more. Um, and every game that I saw him in, he had an interception. So <laughs> that kind of tells you what kind of, and I'm talking about, I traveled to watch Lake Gibson play in Georgia. He was at Lake Gibson before Lake, when I traveled his junior year to watch him play in Georgia. Um, he intercepted Miami quarterback Ja'Curry Brown on ESPN. So uh, no matter where he's at, no matter who's in front of him, no matter the stage, he's going to be that guy. And, you know, I have very 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 strong faith that you know he'll continue to be that guy and to continue to develop into that talent at colorado under coach prime coach prime mentioned it during the spring game about him playing both ways i think cormani kind of said it himself in a q a he did on youtube a few days ago does he have that two-way ability maybe not as travis hunter uh, at that level but is he able to play receiver do you think so here's a cool story uh i don't think i've ever told this story before um publicly or online but uh, his sophomore year, um, when he was still at Lake Gibson. So uh, they had Sam McCall, who's now at Texas A&M. Um, he was playing receiver. They had a couple other receivers. They had Jalen Glover, who won Dairy Farmers, Mr. Florida Football, who's at Utah. Um, that was He was in their backfield. So Cormani's a sophomore, first time on varsity. Uh, they played Lakeland High School, and they lose by, I want to say, one point. I think the score was 24 to 23. After a game, Cormani hits me up. Uh, man, I'm switching to defense. I'm tired of not getting the ball. I want the <laughs> ball. I'm like, you know, just stick it out. Just, you know, relax. Just stick it out. It'll be okay. He goes on to break the interception record that year as a sophomore. <laughs> so good thing he didn't take my advice. He turned into the number one player in the country. But he definitely, if he would have stayed at the receiver position, he would have been a three or four star wide receiver. He's a phenomenal talent at you know, on either side of the ball. Obviously, at corner, he's one of the best ever, the best defensive back outside of Derwin James that I've seen with my own two eyes in high school wow. football. Um, but on the offensive side of the ball, he definitely can play at a high level. He would have been recruited by all the same schools had he kept playing uh, receiver exclusively.
Do you think we could see him playing receiver as soon as this year? Yes. Yes. I don't think he'll be, you know, like a – he won't run off the field at corner and then get right in at receiver. But I definitely believe uh, they'll have packages for him. Interesting, man. We're, we're all here for it. Uh, what Coach Prime is doing with these two-way players, it's exciting. Obviously, Travis, I mean, what stands out to me when I watch Travis is his ball skills, just ability to play the ball on offense or defense. And I feel like Cormani has some of that too. Maybe if it's not at that level, it's kind of just being able to play the ball in the air. Um, what else do you think actually makes him a special football player? I mean, he's got the wheels. He's almost got everything he needs. But what makes him a special football player? Um, just his determination. He, like I said, he started out playing wide receiver. So I don't know if that enhanced his game on the defensive side of the ball. But just his, uh, he understands football. It's a play on his uh, junior year film where he drops from the flats to deep thirds, catches the pick, and takes it to the house uh, for a touchdown. So just it's simple things like that, like the ability to drop from the flats all the way into cover three that isn't his man, you know, that isn't his zone, and be able to make that interception. The way he understands football and understands the quarterback position uh, is next level, and it's been next level for, for the past three years. Man, you're probably getting Buff fans really excited right now. Um, this Florida pipeline, you already kind of mentioned, are we really just seeing the beginning of this Florida pipeline, you think, for CU and Coach Prime? Oh, definitely. Uh, I mean, if you look at all the guys who he landed in the portal this year, from Travis J to uh, Marion Cooper um, to Xavier Weaver and uh, Jimmy Horn, um, that, that kind of tells me that Coach Prime knows where he wants to, you know, lay his roots and get his pipeline. And even from the city of Lakeland, not only do you have Cormani, but in the portal as well, you got Jordan Dominic and Brendan mm -hmm. Gant, uh, Dominic from Arizona and Brendan Gant from Florida State. So he knows the areas and the hotbeds in Florida that he wants to lock down. It looks like he has the Central Florida on lock right now. Uh, a lot of guys in the portal came from Central Florida, uh, the Central Florida area. So I'm definitely excited. He got a couple guys from the Jacksonville area. Um, he definitely knows where uh, he wants to recruit. That's awesome, man. We're excited to have all those guys coming out here, and we hope to see uh, continued success from Coach Prime in that area. Um, I saw you tweeted out the other day that Polk County's kind of down in terms of recruits. I don't think they have a single top 300 recruit right now. Uh, but who are some guys that you are looking for to maybe make a jump and maybe enter that top 300 once this season ends? Uh, so for sure, Carlos Mitchell, he's a, a two-way guy at um, Lake Wells High School. Uh, he played for my 707 team, Raw 707, which is one of the nation's premier, program, uh, premier programs. Um, we lost in the OT7 National Championship. And outside of Ellis Robinson, the number one corner in the class, he was the best person on our defense, hands down. Um, no passes caught on him, completely locked down guy. Last season, he had... Uh, 20 total touchdowns, four came from defense, four came re from returns, um, and then the other 12 were on offense at wide receiver. So uh, he's definitely a two-way guy. Josh Porter actually has an offer from Colorado. Uh, he's a wide receiver at Fort Meade. He recently committed to USF, though. Um, I believe he'll make a big jump. Nathan Gabriel, defensive lineman uh, at Auburndale High School, big-time guy. I don't know why he isn't getting the major power five looks because he's definitely that guy. He has almost 30 offers, but only five or six are power five. Um, he'll definitely make a big jump this spring. It's uh, this fall. It's not many guys that can block him. 
That's awesome, man. We'll be looking out for them and hoping to see them climb the rankings and maybe see them commit to being uh, in the black and gold here in Boulder. Um, Landlin, you've been awesome, man. Thank you so much for coming on. I want you to explain to the folks real quick, though, what you guys do at Polkway and what you're all about and where we can find your content. Uh, so you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Polkway863. That's P-O-L-K-W-A-Y-863 on Instagram and Facebook. And then on Twitter, it is Polk underscore way. So P-O-L-K underscore W-A-Y. And basically, we just pro try to provide a platform uh, and a network for guys in our area. You know, guys that we do feel are under-recruited, or even if it's the guys like Cormani McLean, who are those five-star number one in the nation type talents. Um, we just want to provide a platform, you know, kind of teach them and, you know, help them through the process of recruiting and our L, just navigating the new world with social media and athletics, kind of, you know, bringing culture to athletics and mixing it all together. And, you know, just being an outlet for our guys, basically uh, helping guys get recruited, helping guys get free college. That's awesome, man. We may be uh, a few thousand miles away, but we're watching out here out west. We're specifically watching you guys or your kids out there in Florida and hoping to see a lot of them come through. Thanks again for coming on, Landlin. We'll have you back on again sometime soon to talk some recruiting. Much love. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, this was definitely an exciting time for me. And uh, let's go Boulder Way. Let's go. What'd you think, awesome. Ryan? Yeah, that was great, man. Great insight. Um, great kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Organization that they have over there, helping these guys um, get their name out there and maybe helping them understand some of the recruiting process. Um, you know, it's funny because I just think that um, if you're not close to it, you'll get the idea that recruiting is 100% um, merit-based. Um, and it's just not the case. It's, and it's true of all things, right? Like, um, like getting into college is not 100% merit-based. What, whatever, you know, getting a job is not 100% merit-based. There's so many other little things that go into this, who you know, what you know, um, the connections that you may or may not make. And um, it reminds me a little bit of what Matt McChesney's doing out here in Colorado. Obviously, he's directly tied to a gym. Um, and he's helping train these kids directly when it comes to football. But he also knows all these coaches. He has contacts with every school, you know, in the country damn near. So um, getting involved with, you know, these types of organizations and just helping in the process can go a long way. Some guys don't even wouldn't even know about these camps, you know, if it weren't for someone kind of showing them the way and saying, hey, you could, you could, you know, ball out on the high school football field. But if you don't get out to one of these camps where someone can see you in person, they might never know your name. So I uh, love that. And then going into what he had to say, I mean, the, the thing that stood out to me most was uh, the comp between Cormani and Derwin James, that the best yeah. player he's seen with his own eyes out there in Florida uh, since Derwin James. And so that is uh, extremely, extremely exciting. Um, we've had a lot of kind of conversations about if Cormani this, if Cormani that. And I think there, there are actually doubters out there who are saying, hey, you can't just think that Cormani is going to walk in and be that guy from day one. <sighs> after hearing that, after hearing the way Cam talked about him when we talked to him, after talking to some other people up on campus, I think he might just walk right in and be him from day one.
And play both ways, too, it sounds like. Yeah. Coach Prime said it. Cormani said it. Now Landlin says it from Polk Way. Um, it's exciting, man. The Buffs got another stud, it seems like. Just an absolute piece to build around, really. Yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty special. Um, he talked about Ellis Robinson, too. I was thinking, like, all right, that's a future buff. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Charles Lester, you know, he's a future buff as well. Um, but, but, but for real that was awesome insight and uh and really appreciated having you know the the boots on the ground in florida uh on the show um yeah man they're definitely team coach prime they have been since the beginning so uh i'm sure we'll have them back on um before we get to questions shout out to bacchus and shanker they are here for colorado families and they've been doing so for more than 25 years. No upfront fees to speak with them about a case. No fees while they work on your case. And no fees unless they win your case and win money for you. They've won over $1 billion for their clients. They've got neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Englewood, and Fort Collins. Help with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accident, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrian, trucks. They can even help if you're injured at work. Call them at 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Backus and Shanker wins. And also shout out to Kind Love, one of the first dispensaries established in Colorado back in 2010, known for cultivating some of the highest quality cannabis in the state. And they have this crazy invention called the Turbo Joint. They've got pre-rolled Turbo Joints, and they've got Turbo Joint inserts um, made out of live resin that you can just put into any joint. It's not sticky or messy. It slips right in. You can visit one of their many stores, Cherry Creek or North Denver, and mention DMVR. You'll receive the DMVR exclusive discount of 25% off all Kind Love flower pre-rolls and their Turbo Joint line. Visit their website at kindlove.com for their full extensive menu and online ordering. Shout out to Kind Love. Very much enjoyed some of their products at the Den Company concert. <laughs> Let's um, go. I'd love to hear it. I want to bring up a comment really quick, and I won't make Yaya look for it because I've already got it right here. Uh, if okay. this is true from Nicholas Braxton, where he says, did anyone see the interview with Alton McCaskill last night? He said, Demoy Kennedy is the third fastest player on the team. If that's true, he's going to be even more of a problem than I thought he was. This defense, it may be a problem altogether. And I honestly don't even care if it's true, to be honest. The fact that he even said it, Tells you that Des Moines right. Kennedy can fly, and I mean absolutely right. fly, because that and like again, it doesn't even have to be true, but he's comparing him to Jimmy Horn, uh, um, you know, uh, Willie Gaines. Like we're talking about burner wide receivers who are in this conversation, the fastest players on the team. I love that Cam told us just hands down, Dylan Edwards is number yes. one. Um, but that competition for two, three, four, five, six, seven, that is a a really heated com- competition that I probably would have never even considered putting Demoy's name into. So if he's anywhere, anywhere near the speed of those players, he is going to be a huge problem. Can't wait, man. We've gotten a lot of great insight the last couple of days on this show. Um, it's been really fun to kind of pick the brains of these guys and just learn more about this team. I'm ready for questions if you are. If you wants to throw something up. That's fine. We'll just go through them. Um, okay, Nicholas is asking, anyone read the Solomon article? Israel Solomon uh, tweeted out yesterday. I got about halfway through it. An article, I can't remember which outlet it's from. 
Um, if you go to my Twitter page, though, you'll can find it retweeted, but just kind of breaking down his background, why he chose Colorado. Um, he transferred around a lot in high school, it sounds like. He joined IMG Academy as a senior and really kind of broke out there, and now he's going to be a Colorado Buffalo. Hell yeah. Um, he's His name's coming up a lot, man. Um, just in conversations, uh, in social media, uh, for everyone keeps talking about him. He might be a sleeper. Uh, for sure. And then uh, I actually have a written piece coming out on the walk-ons here very soon. Um, and I'll have that. A lot of stuff on Israel Solomon coming out here shortly. Um, Lawrence again asking if we have info on Jamaris Welder. Um, I don't know. If uh, you guys have been on Twitter today, I'm sure you've seen it. He put out a tweet uh, just with buff emojis, him wearing buff gear. He said we coming. I don't know if this is a commitment, what it is. But then Charles Lister III quote tweeted it with a buffalo emoji of his own. So, uh, I don't know if that's a commitment. Um, I don't, I feel like I don't think it is, but I'll take the Charles Lester quote tweet with the Buffalo emoji over everything there. <laughs> there you go. Always some good news. Uh, then Mac Mill, did y'all see the video when Travis was fishing? He just randomly picked up a small gator and put it back in the water. Um, I haven't seen that specifically, but. Travis out there when he's on the boat fishing, that guy is just so in his element. He's hilarious every time. Uh, yeah. I mean, built different. I don't know how. what else to say. He's just built different. For sure. Um, I uh, saw – right. I actually saw um, this – I, I follow this guy on TikTok who just, like, goes around the Florida Keys and just, like, does crazy – like, he has literally no fear of anything. And he's just, like – playing with snakes and shit and and that's how what i think of when i think of travis just grabbing a gator that's the type of stuff my brother watches on youtube and it's just like wow these people are kind of crazy but i could see travis kind of just oh let's just see what happens and try and get this crab out of this rock or something that he's got yep. going on out there exactly <laughs> all right um i think that's it uh you already said it but we're off tomorrow what are you doing for the fourth man Oh, um, gonna test out my pickleball skills. Um, I'm going to probably uh, go hang by the lake, and then we have a family Olympics that we do. Um, Allie and I are the defending champs, so um, let's go. <laughs> our trophy will not be taken out of our hands. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Love to hear it. I'll be hanging out here. I'll be driving back late tomorrow so that we can do the show on Wednesday. Um, keep an eye on the site. I'll have something coming out later today. Um, but yeah, man. See you guys on Wednesday. Skull Buffs. Skull Buffs.